Recording in progress. Hello. Who's I, that? I, I know. I feel so out of practice. I feel like I've aged 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> but that's always more. We are back. Hashtag unsense. The day today is thing day. As Boxing day. Shot someone up. Shot your box. We are talk about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's Tuesday, December the 26th, and um, it's been a while since we've recorded uh, yours truly, Solitaire, DJ, Reddy Fox, and No Better Nina. Merry Christmas. Happy yeah. Holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Yes. Is it Hanukkah too? Hanukkah? Happy Hanukkah? I think so. Mm, sure. I think it's already <laughs> passed. Merry everything. Sure. Everyone. It's not merry though. Merry everything. I, honestly, Happy holidays. This is well. No, it's not merry. It's not it hasn't merry. been merry, and for all sorts of reasons, both personal and geopolitical, <laughs> for mm -hmm. lack of a better way of putting it. So this has Too been words. Yeah, this this has been the least fun Christmas I've had in a while. Yeah. In a long time, and it just feels like every year since twenty twenty, it has not been. It's been unfun. Oh, we got a we got an action packed, super fun year coming up in twenty twenty four. Can I ask you it's guys? It's gonna be this? super fun. First, what? okay. First of all, though, how was your Christmas? Well, let me ask Nina. Nina, how was your Christmas? What did you do? Well, my last couple of Christmases have been pretty shit, personally. But okay. this year was actually a good one. I got some good news good, out to tell good. you guys after as well, off the record, actually, that I just remind, remembered. But anyways, um, okay. it was, uh, yeah, it was, so it was a good Christmas, and um, I uh, ate a lot of food. This is the first year we did something all day. So we all met up at noon, had brunch uh. together, then had, uh, like, played games, and then we did dinner, we did dessert. It was, like, nonstop food, food, food. So it was it was good. It yeah. was really good. Uh, That's nice. A good vibe. Nice. You deserve that, Nina. You deserve that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. That's yeah. great. The, Happy for you. At least one thing that I was grateful for for this year, though, my sister who lives in Alabama, um, she didn't. She was. She hasn't visited with us since like 2018, and she was planning on visiting with us in 2020, and then the pandemic happened. So she was able to make it at least this year to visit with the family. So oh, it was nice, nice for her to be with the family for Christmas. So. That was the. That's nice. probably the highlight of this uh, Christmas holiday season this year. I think. Yeah. So. That's but, good. Yeah. yeah, that's great, man. Um, it was a green Christmas. But nevertheless, as uh, you know, it's as I like to always, especially for the latter half of this year, I always try to remind myself another day, another shot. Focus on what you can control in your life and be happy that you're alive to see another day that hmm. with that it's it's you know it's it's been one of a ride this year but we're still looking forward to what 2024 has to bring because uh when it comes right down to it you cannot predict you can forecast and you try to prepare and try to project but ultimately you know there's there's great things that's uh, in store can and there's going to be some not so great things can I ask you guys though? We're looking forward to it all. Yeah. Does this year What's feel up? a little different though in terms of when it comes around the new year? Usually I, I feel really optimistic to be optimistic to be like, you know, okay, so this year wasn't so great, 
but you know next year like i feel like i'm feeling mm. good for a clean start come january 1st i'm not feeling that at I all agree. this I year agree. i at think all. we've all been fucked way too hard <laughs> to be like we're so excited for what's gonna i have no excitement <laughs> or optimism for 2024 at all i just i it's just like to me it's just gonna be another like a new it's not like it, it's not gonna it doesn't feel like it's a clean slate coming it just feels like it's another it's just gonna like, keep rolling saying, on another day another shot like yeah that's just what it feels yeah. like but yeah like yeah. literally though january's not gonna feel any different than yeah. november or july of 2023 like I, I don't feel like there's any sort of clean break start mm. this year come january and 1st apologies mm. to our listeners who are being optimistic because oh, we're <laughs> bringing you down <laughs> yeah oh we're so sorry <laughs> our list you know i think our listeners are, po- are are cautiously optimistic and realistic or maybe they just take a store. deep breath before they listen to the podcast and they're like oh man uh, <laughs> i'm gonna listen to the hashtag now and uh they're gonna give us the real well i mean what we're actually going to do for this show is our year end show it's uh it's the first show we've done in a couple of months Mm -hmm. um but it has been our least productive year on record since we started way back in uh 2016 uh for a variety of reasons as already indicated but that being said there's still a lot of stories that we did manage to cover Mm -hmm. that uh we would say are our personal uh, stories of the year so why don't we start off by oh, doing hold uh, on a now recap. before we start now we're gonna give ourselves a time limit here we believe Uh-oh. we can get through the whole year within an hour and a half all of our so- shows are about an hour and a half so yeah, i if, think so if we don't get so. to the end of the year after an hour and a half we're pretty much gonna wrap it up <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's All not right. much we. I mean, there's there. Obviously, news was newsing for November, December, and October. We just weren't. We weren't newsing. No, but there is. So maybe the we thing can is, like go. the the biggest news story encapsulates all those months, though, from October, November, right up till the end of December. There's only one thing we pretty much ever cared about: October, November, December. So this kind of works out perfectly. Just for the us doing the show, where the last three months mm. are just one story. Mm. You know what that story is, obviously. We're talking about free Palestine and everything that's happening in Gaza and all that. It, some people that are uninformed or don't have any knowledge of history will feel like this started on October 7th, which is the day that, you know, right. the Israelis were attacked by Hamas. And, you know, mm-hmm. Israel responded disproportionately, to put it mildly. Right. Mm -hmm. To put it that way. And it's just been nonstop pretty much. But a lot of people act like this really started on October 7th, which it's been 75 years plus starting with October 7th for Palestinians. Right. But pretty much from October Mm -hmm. to present time now for us recording today, that's been the top news story for us anyway. So if, if you haven't been following us on Instagram as well, too, we've been posting about it a lot on Instagram and all that. So, um, with that being said, let's get started and we'll start our time limit and see if we can get through everything here. Okay. And we'll, it's a free-for-all. If you see a story for January that you think was more important than whatever someone's picking, feel free to jump in. So starting the time limit, let's go January 2023 starting out. All right. So 2023 recap. This is uh, some of the top stories that we've covered over this very challenging year. 
uh, I'll start off uh, right away by asking the question that you put here. I, I, I think we kind of alluded to it, but mm-hmm. uh, I know there's not that same excitement for, you know, 2024. What does it have in store? But are you are you in any way, shape, Bars. or form looking forward to? I know, right? Did you do uh, that on purpose? forward to 2024. Oh, okay. That's not eh, a saying? I'm just, I, you know, I, I'm just... I'm just, you know, uh, 2024. What do you have that's in store? That's gonna be nice an Instagram caption, eh? <laughs> if I take a picture for New Year's, that's my Instagram caption. <laughs> How about 2024? Oh, but... We can't take anymore. How about that? Oh, that's a good one too. <laughs> I'm writing these down. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no. So, are are you are you? Is there anything that you're? Is there? Are you looking forward to 2024 in any way, shape, or form, or is it just kind of like? Okay. You're just it's just going to be another day. January 1st is just another day. For me, one thing for sure, and I know it's going to happen. It's not a question of if, just when. I will be getting my driver's license back again this year. I've been taking transit yeah. for quite some time. That's big. And everything. I've been slowly doing all the red tape stuff with the Ministry of Transportation so that I can um mm. get my license back so I can just get a car and be more mobile than I have been. And so for me for 2024, that will be a highlight for sure because it's gonna, definitely going to change things for me when I'm back on the road again, driving again, especially for opportunities for DJing and whatnot. So that, that that's that's pretty much it. What about you, Nina? What is what have you got? Actually, for me, I do have. I will be traveling again next year, so I have my best friend's nice. wedding in Italy that I'm bridesmaid for, and Ooh. then we're going to Miami for the Bachelorette in May, and then I also want to go to Texas at some point in Why? the year. You uh, said Texas, and then where? Where was the second place you're going? Uh, so she I'm going Miami. Miami, Italy, and then I want to go to Texas. Why? Oh, I'm also going to go to England when I go to Italy because it's right there, and like my cousin lives there, so I'm gonna just stay with her. And then yeah, that's cool. And then I do also want to go to Punta Cana for my birthday next year, so hopefully that happens. But yeah, Texas. Yo, maybe my husband is in Texas. Have you seen the guys out there? <laughs> he might be in Texas. No, we have not seen the guys out Dang. there. <laughs> oh, well, I've seen them. All right. It might be in Texas. Okay. So, ladies out there, if hey. you have been looking for a guy and Toronto is not hey. working out for you. Don't go to Texas. Let me go first. <laughs> Let me get my pickings first. Then you can go. <laughs> so, tell us about I mean, no, we won't go into that. We'll save that for another time. I feel like that could be. Is that there like an Instagram account like Men of just, Texas or honestly, something? Honestly, just on TikTok, I've seen like people posting like just like barbecues they're at and like, oh, look at all these fine ass guys and whatever. And I'm like, wow. You know, a city in the States that I always hear negative stuff about for the dating scene is Atlanta. Really? I want to visit Atlanta, actually. Not for guys, but just to visit. I don't know why. It just seems like there are always videos on YouTube of people just shitting on the dating scene in Atlanta. I I don't know what it is, if it's true or not, or I don't know, Hmm. but... Can I just say, I'll just say one thing dating is if you're having a shitty time with dating life, it's probably you. It's mm-hmm. probably not the scene. Can I just say that? It could be the scene. <laughs> People choice, like to project and in, blame. No, that's true. My huh? choice of men is horrible. I I'm still think, I still think Toronto is not a cool place for dating in it's general. Not. And not compared to other normal cities, I think. I think Toronto has a special breed of foolishness in its veins. I agree. <laughs> All right, we'll have that. We'll have a separate conversation. I think we'll have. I think we might have to. I think we just kind of uh inadvertently created a. Let's make a dating a episode for, our, for a future episode. I think the city is shit ass. It's shit, but that's so just me. I. I think there's beautiful people to so date. So we know who's year. having the better dating life out of three of us right now. <laughs> 
Okay, we got to get with January, man. Let's start. What what yeah, do you think was well. the biggest story in January, Solitaire? Uh, well, well, the the biggest one I think that we covered was uh, Tory Lanes, the Tory Lanes case that that uh, the saga continued and continues to continue. That's <laughs> all not, to this point. That's but, not just um, the this biggest. This was when uh, he was found guilty. Not that's not just the biggest story of January. That is one of the biggest stories of the year. Of the year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's still going on, technically. That it felt like it went on forever again, because Nina actually put us onto it from jump. So we were getting updates from her talking about it on the show week by week. And it just felt like it kept going on and on. I kept trying to reserve my judgment. And then, you know, how people treated Megan the Stallion for it too. And I think we had actually um I wanna say Dory. Uh, it was huh? Dory. Was it Dory? on the show yep. or I think it was Andrea. Maybe Andrea too. Andrea was after it had actually happened, initially happened. And then Dory was while the sentencing stuff was happening. Cause Andrea opened up my eyes to the predicament that Megan found herself in as having to be the one to kind of report Tory to the law, right? Like you never want to be in that snitch, like, you know, perceived snitch situation, but what was she supposed to do? Like just let him get away with, you know, shooting her basically. So mm -hmm. it was just a bad situation right. all around. I felt bad for Tori, obviously, because his career is taking off and this is obviously a setback, but just it just didn't look good from so many different perspectives. But yeah. So there's a lot of details that were involved in this, this case. Um, as it goes, Tori was apparently having an affair with both Megan and Megan's best friend, Kelsey. Things got heated at a, at a, at a birthday party for what the the it was at Kylie Jenner's house. It was a pool Kylie party. Kylie Jenner. Yeah, we don't have to pool go party. into all the details again. I don't think. <clears throat> uh, I, I guess not. Yeah. And then, um, so they were they went to trial. Obviously, Tori was accused of shooting her in the foot. He pleaded not guilty. He was found guilty, and he is currently serving time. I think. He, did he try to appeal the case? Did he try to yeah, appeal and then multiple got times? Yeah, multiple times, and now he's <laughs> trans—he was transferred to uh, max, I think, a maximum security prison somewhere in California is where he is now, wow. doing his ten years. Uh, and apparently, he's doing very well. He recently, yeah. one of his friends went to visit him and took a picture of him uh, incarcerated. He was wearing his prison blues, and um, seems to be in good spirits. He's gonna have he's a thousand being albums. Treated very well by the inmates over there. Was that? He's gonna have a thousand albums by the time he gets out of there. Oh, for sure. How long? How long is the sentence? Ten years. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna have so much. Ten music years. Eh? He'll still be. He'll still get out and still have an opportunity to record and no, have a music career again. You don't think he so, Nina? You think his his career's done? Ten now? years. People will remember who Drake is in ten years. But Tory Lanez, unfortunately, as big of a Tory Lanez fan as I am, like I've always said, he has never. He should be. When he got arrested, he should have been way further up the ladder than what he was. The only reason I feel like he wasn't is because of whatever hoorah was happening with Drake back here that was holding him back. And then that got squashed. He started to take off. Finally, America started to hear about him, this and that. But I don't think the level he was at, I, I, when he comes back in 10 years, think about it. I'm going to be almost 40 when he comes back. You think I'm going to be checking for Tory Lanez? I'm going to be singing Coco Melon with my no, but kids. There'll be, be other 25-year-olds like, then to 
But who were 15 when he they were listening to him? They probably only heard like what? his latest album, so not you... all the other stuff before that. They don't think he's they're not that invested. So in he him. can never gain new fans, is what you're saying. I don't think he's gonna. I can't. I can't. He's he's my age or something. No, he's gonna be 40. What age when he comes has back. nothing to do with this. If whenever he starting chooses... a... okay, but starting a rap career over at 40 is basically starting your entire career at 40. It's up to the people. If he puts out music that people like, he gains new fans and people check for him. There's no. You can't stop him. I don't him. see it working, man. I don't see it working. If you get only, if you could only see like Nina is just <laughs> <laughs> absolute like distaste. I'm distraught. I am distraught. Yeah. But like, yeah, I you're just the biggest Tory fan out of all of us. Yeah, but, but yeah. I'm just, I just, I don't see that happening. So you man. think his career is over? Yeah. No. no how, I, I would disagree. I, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say I would disagree. I don't think his career is over. What I always say is that if you're putting out and and, and to also kind of highlight, he is very to drake in that he's his his pop album was actually pretty damn good i yep. I, I will say he's a pretty talented <laughs> artist and i think that artists like him are rare in that he is not like he doesn't say he has his own sound like he has his own voice i don't think i think there will be a void that will be left there it has been a void uh -huh. that has uh that has um that exists in his um since he's been away and i think that he's still i think I disagree with you, Nina. I think he does. He does have an opportunity. He's Thank not. You. Is he going to be in the white hot space of competing for the number one artist on the planet? What? Maybe not. But I think that his talent level, he can. He has the opportunity to create something that that will resonate. I, I think agree. So. And I, I th and I think that he'll win you back over too. Yeah. Uh, I hope so. She but seems I don't know. Yeah. So. I don't think I'm gonna be checking for. How him. do you guys feel this has affected Megan's career now? Is she just continued? on her trajectory or do you think it's like slowed her down a bit uh career to begin with so i i i feel i personally feel like it hasn't it hasn't been detrimental career but i don't think it's necessarily like you know launched her into the stratosphere by any stretch but it hasn't hurt her career you don't feel i think you know what maybe it maybe what are you saying what do you think i was gonna say i think a little bit like I, I think some people just stopped listening to her altogether. Does she make and, good uh, music still at all that you're that you would be I interested am, in listening to? I am one of those people who stopped listening to her altogether. <laughs> oh <laughs> damn! <laughs> so I didn't listen to her. I, I didn't listen to I her don't much. Know. To begin with. Nina's cold-blooded. Um, <laughs> some notable other stories for January before we move on to uh, February. Cardinal Official, mm -hmm. congratulations to him. In January, we uh, announced or we spoke about him officially joining Def Jam as their new global A&R. So that was uh, good news there. Congratulations yep. to him. I should, well, should and, have the applause and a follow thing up to that story. And a follow-up to that story is he uh, he signed his first out his first artist. Um, who Your connection is horrible tonight, Solitaire. I was going to say the same thing. He's very choppy. Yeah, you keep cutting Am out. Am I? Yeah. Damn. Let's try saying it again. Uh, I was saying that uh, Cardinal also signed his first artist, Susan Carroll, to a, a deal. And um, she is uh, one of the most anticipated artists for 2024. So that's exciting. And so looking forward to hearing her. And she was also nominated to uh, nominated as a co-writer for a Grammy on, uh, on a song that uh, was nominated for Grammy. 
And also Cardinal News, he got his uh, Canadian Walk of Fame or something mm -hmm. like that is uh well that's a this that, that's a that's a november story but we're not going to mention it in november when we're talking about related. november but it's all like you know cardi had a good year so congrats to him man one yeah. more time with real boss yeah. man there you go that's for you Cardi. yeah absolutely all right um what else happened drake did two drake sold out two shows at the at the legendary apollo theater oh yeah in january as well that was that was pretty that was a pretty incredible time there was a lot of incidences of violence on the TTC, which kind of set the tone for the year because that was uh, a reoccurring incident yeah, and uh, throughout the year. Lisa Marie um, making people question the safety of being on the on the on the TTC. Yeah, it's still going on to this day, obviously. To this day, yeah. <laughs> and um, Lisa Marie Presley to this day passed away, unfortunately, passed away. at the age of fifty-four of a cardiac arrest. So, unfortunately. former. Uh, uh, a former spouse of Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Daughter of that. Elvis Presley. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. <laughs> That's what I remember her as. What? Michael Jackson's daughter. wife? No, 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 no. Daughter oh. of Elvis Presley. Right. Okay, I'd be surprised. All right, let's move on. February. February. This was definitely a big story. I, I forgot about this. This is why I like the recaps, because there's so much things that happen throughout the year, and it's like one crazy thing happens and you completely forget the crazy things that happened before it. John Tory, our beloved mayor, uh, was sliming it down. He was sliming it out uh, while he was in office during the pandemic. And uh, he, I, I, you know what? He didn't get caught. He didn't get caught. But he decided, you know, my hypothesis he is that- He just got out uh, in front of it, man. She yeah, she probably was trying to, you know, scare up some dough maybe she was trying to black i don't know maybe i, I don't want to project Yo, but he was nevertheless 68. he came out and admitted what see he's 68 say it, say it. he was 68 she was 31 uh-huh <laughs> mm. mm. spicy that as a break-off <laughs> conversation piece is that what do you think that there's a problem with that uh it's a big gap that the age difference was too broad He's almost 70. She's 31. I guess once what's the uh -huh. age that once you're over a certain age, it doesn't matter who else you mess around with. 18. I like, no, I, I feel like, 18. but I feel like, okay, that's legally, but I feel like morally like 26, 27. I agree with Nina. Wow. Yeah. Solitaire. All, all, all the more, all the more reason. So she was 31. So she was it's still weird. That. Don't get me wrong. It's still gross. Like that's basically my age. That's, Three years older than me. Imagine I was fucking John Tory. I feel like it should have been like if he was sixty-eight and she was like forty-nine or fifty. Yeah, yeah, that's different. That would feel it's two completely that's different a... levels of life. One's a senior and one has just reached their thirties, which is like still fresh meat, kind of. Giant gap, my guy. Giant gap. <laughs> okay, so just a, just a quick recap for those of you who don't remember, he John, he admitted to having an affair with one of his his staffers. And then, in, you know, before the story broke, and I think he kind of announced that he he, he wanted to have like a press conference, mm -hmm. um, but nobody really knew what the story was until he made the announcement. So he got out in front of it, admitted that he had an affair, he acted inappropriately, and he resigned. And it was very abrupt. And at the time, most of the people, I think it was a kind of an unscientific, unofficial poll, but most people who were asked, like, do you think that he would still be able to serve as mayor. 
most people seem to believe that he would have been okay to continue being as mayor that he didn't necessarily need to resign i wonder if people thought that because he did choose to resign because imagine he decided i'm gonna stay i think he would have got lambasted and people would have forced him to resign Mm. and i will also say number two i would say the age difference i think is more it's more of a factor because she worked for him as a part of his staff. Mm-hmm. And there was that power dynamic, right? He's her boss and, you know, she's the young staffer trying to get ahead. Mm-hmm. And she was probably, I wonder if it was like, maybe he was really attracted. Actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was definitely very attracted to her. And she was like, I could get a little come up off of this. And, you know, maybe he's kind of, maybe, maybe she, she maybe liked she him. His personality. What if she liked him? Maybe she liked him. Maybe she liked him. <laughs> I think that the, I think that the age thing is more, it's, it's an issue because he's the mayor. I think if there was, if he was a music industry executive, I don't think it would have been still weird. as I would taboo. still think that's too big a gap to me in my mind. I don't know. I don't know. I think it depends on the person too. And you know, I was just I I coined this statement the other day. People just get older. They don't grow up. This whole idea of like you become an adult and you grow up. No, at 68, you're still the same person you, you were in your 30s. You still have limits on the wise. age of people you can mess around with though. No matter how young you feel at heart. Um, I th- I think that's I think that's self-imposed because who's to say that somebody at 30 you can't is not worldly, well read, well traveled, uh-huh. you know, intelligent, could talk about a variety of different things. Like the only thing that's really different is actual lived life experience. But yeah. maybe if you're at 68 and you haven't done anything and at 30, she's done a whole lot, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I just don't see age. I, I mean, obviously, if you're talking about like an 18-year-old girl or a 19-year-old girl or 20 even. But at 30, she was working she was working in the mayor's office. Like, it wasn't sh- like she was, you know, she wasn't selling burgers. She was working in the mayor's office. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yep. Loud. Anyways. Anyways. So that was a big story. Um, Do you think he can be words, mayor again? Do you think he could run for I, politics I so. again? Do you think people will I hold this so. against him, Nina? Uh, I don't know. I don't really think... Think. I well, you really hold think... it against them. If you were voting, if you were running for any other office, whether it was provincial or federal, would you hold this against him if you were thinking about voting for no, him or not? No, because you know what? I, to be honest, I don't really think... Okay, he okay. actually, he cheated on his wife. I forgot about that part. Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't like cheaters, uh, Nina. No. I don't know if I would hold it against him, per se. I feel like time has passed. I mean, I'm not his wife, but time has passed where it's like, okay, it happened. But it was also like one of those things where just like, I kind of feel like the media made a bigger deal out of it than what it kind of, like it wasn't as salacious as what the media made it out to be. How salacious did uh, it have to be? Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm desensitized because of the city's dating scene. Maybe. But <laughs> that's just what I I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't ask me the question. Okay. <laughs> I think that he could I think that he could. I would I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't just support him blindly. I would see what you know, what's he running on, what's uh what does he feel like he has to offer. But you're not holding but this against him. I think him. that he has a he has a good case for being trust well i say at least being honest maybe not necessarily trustworthy but being honest about the situation because he came out ahead of the story 
for whatever the reason was, I think it was still an admirable thing for him to do. And I think that that's an indication of character that he felt that um, he was not acting appropriately. And before it became a scandal, he, you know, he he let the people know what the situation was. And I think I think that's kind of a, a characteristic that you would want to see in a mayor. So I think I, I would I would give him the opportunity to to run again. I give him no credit. I give him none whatsoever. But if he had ran for mayor and didn't even quit there, he would have beat Olivia Chow. I think he would have won. I think people would have just voted for him again. I don't think people care that he had an affair. Bars. So yeah. why don't you think? Why don't you give him any? Why don't you give him any uh, credit? Because I think he's just a callous politician like the rest of them, and he just calculated this is the best thing to do for me, for my reputation or whatever, to come out ahead of it. Because he was just going to have to deal with it one way or the other. I don't give him credit for coming out ahead of it early or whatever. Whatever. But I still feel <laughs> but like. He, but nobody knew. Like nobody would have known. We would have found out eventually. It would have come out. Trust me. The only the only reason for him to have done that is because he knew it was going to come out. One hundred percent. That's uh, any other uh, notable um, February stories before we uh, move on to Mark. Rihanna Super Bowl performance, oh, yeah. one of the most watched Super Bowl performances of all time. Yeah, I uh, saw that. Um, oh, sorry, go. No, no, no. I was just gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say people people sh- shit on it for for one reason or another, but what? you know that's because uh, people what? can't have nice things nowadays. What was there to shit about? <laughs> People said that it wasn't they, like the production wasn't up to Rihanna's standard. It wasn't like it wasn't oh, that well done. I never heard about any of that. Nina, did you not hear people criticize the, the I, Super Bowl? I think I did from what I remember. But you're forgetting the biggest part when she revealed her pregnancy during the performance. Yeah. And recently she said, this was like a month ago, maybe or a couple of weeks ago. She said that uh, she wasn't actually supposed to reveal her pregnancy at the Super Bowl. It's just her jumpsuit wouldn't zip up. So that was supposed to hide it, but it wouldn't zip up. So then she had no choice. Oh, okay. It wow. worked out. It looked cool. I thought she did that on purpose. Yeah. And the thing Yana, is, it's... yeah, go ahead. When we spoke about this on the show back then, what was it? What was the date there for the show? Um, February 18th. Nina posed the question, do you think Usher should perform at the Super Bowl? Ha ha. Now we will get to see that. That's I was like, that was like a great premonition there, Nina. Nina. Yeah, it was. It was. Because <laughs> now it's gonna happen. Oh, and man. uh what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about uh Usher performing, oh, buddy? Well, I oh go. Yeah, go right. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be one of the best Super Bowl shows we've seen. He's he's an entertainer. He's like He's a more polished Chris Brown, basically. Mm. What were you going to say, Nina? I was going to say, yeah, like he like I think I always thought that he could do the Super Bowl. I don't know why people didn't think he could. So I who? Feel- who didn't there was, think? There, I think there was Twitter. I think that's why Nina asked the question at the time yeah, when we were talking why. about it, because people were debating whether or not Usher would be worthy of performing at the Super Bowl. And I was like, for you to even propose that question, you don't know anything. You don't know anything. You just don't. Yeah. People who ever said that, it was like racist people? <laughs> it, must have, it must have been racist nah, it was like It was like the younger generation, like Gen Zs probably. Like that's, that's what I remember seeing on Twitter was a lot of the Gen Zs. Oh, who would they have picked? Lil Yachty? I don't know, probably. Lord Chief Keith for all I know. <clears throat> Chief Keith. Here's another island. big story too. If we don't remember this, Julie Black performed at the uh, All Star Game, and she uh, made that little change in the uh, Canadian national anthem. 
to say on native what? land. Remember that made a big ruckus. Yeah. You know what's so crazy? This year in review, like, I don't know why I felt that was that happened in like July, August. I can't believe that that was February this yeah. year. You know, the NBA All Star Game is by. always in um February. I know, I know, but yeah. I'm just saying it. Just it feels like that happened like very recently, but yeah. it was like. 10 months ago, 11 months ago. Do you think we would ever officially change our national anthem to say on native land? Should we or or will we? Should we or will we both? Yeah. Should we? Yes. Will we? Probably not. Yeah. I agree. I don't think we will. I I can't believe even the, the amount of ruckus that it made at the time when Julie did it. I mean, you, even can't, more... you can't believe how much ruckus. I couldn't made? believe how much of the ruckus was. Like again, people just show themselves; they show their true colors by showing some indignation about that, as if um, you know a genocide wasn't committed on our own land. Speaking of genocides with uh, Palestine and Israel, um, like we didn't commit one ourselves here to to cre- create this country we call Canada. You know, mm. uh, people piss me off. Anyways, let's move <laughs> on to uh, March, I guess. Uh, were there anything else in um, February to mention, or no? No, I think that I mean, the, I think the Julie Black, uh, uh, the controversy around that was. I think I kind of did anticipate that it would it would ruffle a few feathers, so mm-hmm. to speak, especially with the uh, in light of where we're at in such a polarized time. Um, but I I don't I mean do you think do you think that that was a it was a the right time to do that? Sure. There's never yeah. a wrong time to to bring up uh, indigenous issues. There's never a wrong time. Uh, and she picked a perfect time to do it, and it was so subtle and so quick that you know like you kind of caught it for a second, but you didn't really realize it. And again, it wasn't a big deal to me until people made a big deal out of it. Hmm. Yeah. I, I I and I mean this she definitely um did a lot of press surrounding it and, and received a lot of hatred and, yeah. and, and vitriol for it so uh, at the very least I think it's admirable when, uh, for an artist to use their voice to to uh to platform an issue like indigenous causes uh which really shows her selfless selflessness in that so mm-hmm. shouts out to Julie black for that all right um let's move on to March. Oh, this is a nice controversial one. Oh, March 2023. I think, I, think should, I think you should lead the conversation that's ready, ready, Fox. Why? This was your story that you brought up when we did the show. I know. I didn't bring I this know. up. I know. I, I know. I now I don't want to relive it. Okay, <laughs> you, you don't have to relive it if you don't Wouldn't want to talk about. One of our least listened to episodes or something too. I think so. I I don't know. I don't think yeah, so. Probably. I'm not even sure. But for a big story that we did cover in March, which is still going on right now, which almost just concluded recently, Jonathan Majors. Yep. He got arrested yeah. in New York. Is this what the what story you don't want to talk about? No. No. Oh, so okay, you didn't want to talk fine. about the World Athletics vote. This votes. is fine. Okay. All <laughs> 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 right, that's fine. So anyways, though, at this time though, we didn't really talk about it a whole lot because I said, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and see how it plays out. I don't know enough or care enough about Jonathan Majors other than I don't like seeing anything like this happen to black actors. His star was on the rise like you know, just meteoric uh, rise to fame here. He was going to be the major villain of all the uh, Marvel movies coming out there as uh, Kang the Conqueror and all that. 
and then it was March of 2023. Uh, what was the show? It was, date that we did it was on March 29th, and uh, Jonathan mm-hmm. Majors basically was arrested. Um, it was a Saturday on charges of strangulation, strangulation, assault, harassment. Authorities said, and of course he um, he claimed his innocence at the time. And it wasn't it just like this month? Was it December that he was found? Yeah, it was this. Yeah. Yeah, he was found guilty of um, at least assault charges or something like that. One of yeah, there was some charges. He wasn't found guilty of all of them, but some of them. Secondary assault, I think, and I did think I see saw as well too that Marvel has now dropped, dropped him. him as you know yeah. whatever they've ended all contracts with him or whatever. So they're probably going to same re- day. Yeah, they were just waiting. They were waiting to see because it was already such a a PR issue for Marvel. But what can you yeah. say? If he's found innocent, you got to back up your actor right and if he's found yeah. guilty they do what they did so that did was unfortunate the, did you guys see it's all funny but it's funny did you guys see the footage of him he grabbed her phone well i think he grabbed her phone that's what the consensus was he was like pushing her in the car and snatched her phone from her and was just running and it was like for miles and miles and miles they're just running after each other she doesn't even look to cross the street when she runs across the street to go after him and it's like all the cctv footage from different street corners <laughs> in new york it's just like a loop connecting the cameras i was like holy shit that was actually so funny i've never that. seen it a lot. i have not seen it and i guess you haven't <laughs> seen indeed they're solitaire I I saw like a clip of it. I didn't see the. the I didn't want to it. I I thought it was going to be a lot shorter than what it was. I don't know how long they were running for. <laughs> that sounds funny the way you're describing it, though. Yeah. Um, also, in this month, in March of uh, 2023, Takashi Six Nine got assaulted in a in a gym in Florida. That was a that was a thing. <laughs> Snitches guess. do get stitches. <laughs> Is he still uh, bouncing around? Is he still? Yeah, alive? he actually just recently got in trouble. Or actually, no, his some girl he was dating hit him or something and she got arrested for something okay or, I don't anyways know, something stupid. all right well that's it for march we're, we're we were half an hour into our hour and a half time limit the want to move on to april yep. yeah yeah let's move on to okay april. go on to april uh this i mean i know you all made fun of me for how fascinated i was with this story when <laughs> oh it happened. that's that's why i put it in here for april even though it was the only <laughs> show we did for april but I don't know why this was such a big deal to you, but please. It was. It was a big deal because, okay, so the story is Nordstrom decided that they would be closing down all their stores in Canada. There was 13 stores that they had opened. They launched in Canada in 2014 to much fanfare uh, with the biggest story being that they would be the flagship store at the Eaton Center downtown, which is, uh, as anybody who's from the city knows, that's you know that's a pretty high pro- that's pretty much as high profile for retail mm-hmm. outlet as you can get is the you're is the so main fascinated by the story because Nordstrom is such a is such a you know global brand such a well known name high fashion you know expensive you know you buy all this whatever the brand name stuff there do they support Israel and it, to me what's that do they support Israel. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Not that you would ever shop there, even if they didn't. Did you shop there, Nina? Of course I you did. I did once. One, I, one time I bought a pair of shoes from there. Oh, That's yeah. it. How much did it cost? Uh, They were Aldo shoes. No, no, no. It was Aldo. Like, you know how the Bay will have sometimes the shoes from like Aldo and stuff for cheaper than what Aldo sells them for? It was like that. I think I only paid like 50 bucks. Hmm. 
At Nordstrom? Yeah, actually, this is Nordstrom Rack, though, the one in Von Mills. Oh, that's why. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah that's why. Let's be, yeah, let's, let's be. Well, you got to include so anyway, that part, Nita. Yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> and the reason why it was fascinating to me is because it was an indication that as much as there, is, you know, we say that there's a lot of money in Canada and there's wealthy people in Canada, clearly there's not enough to support a luxury retailer like Nordstrom because they said that they were losing money the entire time that they were here hmm. since they came. And it was, you know, there's a lot of factors. As I read a little bit more into it, it was, you know, there were supply chain issues. There was, and I think it was, you know, definitely had to do with how many, how big the retail space was there. There was just not enough shopping, buying their expensive gear, mm -hmm. their expensive clothes and shoes to support the the outlet. So I think it just is an indication that, hey, there's there's not as much money here as we think. Right. <laughs> it lost every year. They lost money in, mm -hmm. uh, in every year of their operation. Right. And that was actually right after Bed Bath & Beyond also announced that they would be closing their their um, their Canadian operations as well. I'm more bothered by so, that than um, um, the Nordstrom. Bed Bath & Beyond? Yeah. Why? Just because they usually had other things in there that was Why? worth buying, like uh, air freshener and stuff like that or whatever. Like uh, That's more of a loss to me. More useful things. Yeah, than Nordstrom. Perhaps. Nordstrom can kick rocks. Nordstrom is just a luxury thing if you could afford it. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, they can fuck off. Mm. And uh, also in May, uh, sorry, May, in April, Queen Latifah made history as the first female rapper to join the National Ooh. Recording Registry. And it was for her album uh, that she released, All Hail the Queen. Nice. That was also a very incredible moment for for female MCs and uh, Black women uh, being recognized for their contribution. Has she admitted publicly that she's um, lesbian? Is I she? I don't know. Has she actually yeah, ever said is. it publicly? I think she has. I think she has come out fully. Okay. I don't think she has. I've never seen anything official or whatever, and I don't pay enough attention to know if she did it or not. But it's just one thing that we've always kind of made assumptions about her over the years, but it'd be good to, well, if she actually said it publicly or not, I don't know. Why? Well, why? I just curious. I don't know if she did or not. No, I'm saying, why do you think yeah, it would be uh, good if she said it publicly? If it's true, like then, you know, live your best life, live it free, live it out in public. I'm just, Nina she, found some, Nina she found some came facts. out in, in 2012, but the long, beach pride event in california there okay there you officially go came out. yeah and then like yeah i've seen pictures of her like openly with like partners and stuff so wait a second when you say she came out she made a As statement a saying that she's gay or she was out she was just at at the pride celebration at the she officially came out oh uh oh i think she just said <laughs> thank you to all my people she said uh y'all my peeps referring to the lgbtq community i love y'all yeah, that's, that's what I was not coming say. out. Okay, but like, she's been at like BET Awards with a partner, who is a girl. What I love about Queen Latifah, and that's kind of why I was asking you, Ready, why why it would be good for her to, quote unquote, come out. I always rated the fact that she never said and never spoke publicly about her personal life because she doesn't have to. Why does she have to? Yeah, she doesn't have to. Out? But I just I hope that she's not that. speaking publicly because she feels like she can't be herself, which I don't think she no. would be. Like, that's Queen yeah, Latifah. Like, she's a superstar. She's a legend, right? So, I don't know. And, 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 and she has been out 
seen publicly with her with, with her girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. So I don't. I think it's one of those things, and I I I, I don't I make assumptions. I just don't like make assumptions. That's all. I'm just saying. It's part of the bigger. But but what's the, what's the assumption to make? Who cares? I don't. Care. You just want to know because you're curious. <laughs> you just want to know what difference is it? What difference is it going to make to you if you know that she's that she's actually gay? What's the next month? <laughs> hey, I I rate Queen Latifah for that, and I hope that she never says anything to anybody because it's nobody's business. Okay, just like just the... like the Rihanna and Chris Brown song. Oh, I was gonna say just oh, like I love the, that uh, song. The girl from um. Abbott Elementary that she will never reveal her age to people. Uh, oh yeah, Quintana Brunson or whatever. Yeah. Right? No, no, not her. the The girl that plays the principal. Oh, the oh yeah, yeah, her, her. That's who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she right. said that she will never reveal her age publicly because it's nobody's business, and she doesn't want people to yeah. put her into a box or stuff or whatever. I agree. I want to know uh, her age now. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, the 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 requirement for for public figures to reveal personal details about their lives that aren't relevant to their career why should they have to say anything mm. and especially for actresses too like saying inquiring minds want to know like, i want to know people are too fat no too, too nosy you don't need to know nothing okay let's move hey. on man come on let's go on come on may 2023 uh is the 20th uh Nina, anniversary take it. Do of all the... richard died trying oh, okay say, 50 let... cent was announcing that he would be celebrating the 20th anniversary of Get Rich or Die Trying with a tour that I actually went to in July. At oh, Blood you Wife. went to it? Yes. I don't remember. It's so much I happened this year, Nina. Am I, am I breaking I up? Yeah, no. you are breaking up all Fair the time. Enough. Yeah, <laughs> well, you have been, but you're okay now. Oh. I went with uh, my aunt, my cousin, and my sisters, and it was the best. And when I say my aunt, it's like a five-year age gap, so it's really like a cousin. But anyways, uh, it was really, really good and really nostalgic. And then 50 announced that because the July date had sold out, he was doing a second one in September in Toronto again. I was really close to going again. <laughs> but so what was better? What was more fun, the Drake show or the 50 oh. show? The Drake show had better production, but the 50 show was more fun for the nostalgia of it. The music. Yeah. Yeah. But right. the Drake show definitely had better production, better storytelling. Yeah, okay. Um, Jamie Foxx in May, he was hospitalized for unspecified medical condition. And then... Uh, Do we know now what it is? Now that it, we're in the future? We still don't know what no. it is. Um, and then he was moved to physical rehab center um and they were gonna host he was gonna host a new game show with his daughter um i don't think that ended up happening but maybe it's gonna happen i don't know maybe it's just delayed and then no we don't know missy elliott and dj cool herc are gonna were were inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame in new york that was announced in may they got inducted in november nice so yeah like that's what happened in music lobby da da <laughs> well, it wasn't just music, but it was just for the month of May. These were yeah, but then there's also the thing on the bottom. If you want to talk about that, Do you want to yeah, talk yeah, about let's that? talk about that. That's a good, that's a good conversation. Which is what? Ebony K. Williams. Oh, uh, said that she would not date a bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> She's Which created. Hey, this you whole... know what? You know what? Actually, looking back, wow, this is crazy. After my dating experiences this year, <laughs> I can say because look, it was a whole thing about is it right or fair for women to be uninterested in dating someone who makes less money than them? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, and, and I think it goes both ways for men too. 
you shouldn't date some well it depends how you feel as a man but for me personally as a woman and i had this talk with you guys a couple weeks ago when we hung out (laughs) i have realized that i want somebody who makes either the same as me or more than me you have to be able to maintain like you and every other billion gal on this planet but when i first heard this story i was all like nah because i was over here like just sticking it out with people and now i'm like no i can't do it anymore if i could buy myself a gucci purse for my birthday you could buy me one too and you better be able to otherwise get out it's called hypergamy there you go that's what it's called the term is hypergamy look it up google it i never thought like that before i used to think oh just like people for who they are oh man i've suffered too much you suffered too much, eh? So you don't. So all the time, all the guys that you've dated in all your life, Nina, some of them weren't making more than you. They're so, making less than me. Th- so every guy you dated was making less than you. Not every guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I mean, see, this is why the conversation. Is, I think this is why the conversation is interesting because I think it's more. It's not. People make it about the money and who's making more. I think it's more a matter of you being honest with what you want out of the relationship. Yes. Because to some people, for for you, you it's based on your experience. It's become clear because you have certain expectations and standards. Like you want a Gucci purse for your birthday. I want to be wanna go to dine. You want to go to Milan for your for vacation. Yeah. Yeah. So. I yeah. think that that's that's absolutely fair and reasonable for you to want that. I think what the problem I have is this blanket statement because oddly enough, we were having this conversation just the other night too when we were at this um at this Christmas party and one of my friends was saying the same thing. It's like you know, women don't want to be with um, cannot respect a man or be with a man who is making less money for them, making less less money than them. Yeah, and I'm. I, I know personally, uh, like, a, I mean, it's maybe maybe they're the exception to the rule. I they guess are. you could say maybe they they're are. not necessarily the. But um, yes, I think it's more a matter of like, what do you want out of life? If your yeah. desires don't coincide with, phys- like, um, you know, with with gifts and stuff like that, or you know, it's not about know. gifts. It's about for I I believe it's for not- women. They want to be provided for. They want to be taken care of and feel secure. And, and I think they... it's, a, it's just a lifestyle. Like, if I can maintain a certain lifestyle for myself, I'm not going to now stay at home every single every single weekend when I'm just asking to go out once a month because you can't afford to. Like, so why don't I you afford... pay for it for him to go out with you, Nina? I why can't for, you pay I for it? I do pay for myself. I do pay for my. It's not even like somebody has to pay for me. If we're going out once a month, I will pick up my own tab majority of the time. Every once in a while, if you if you have the funds and you want to be like, all right, what cool, if you I'll do would, it, so do it. let him pay for other things that he can afford to pay to make the relationship work, and you take care of all of the luxury. No, you're not. Fun you're, time. Not, you're not. You're not going to pay for my no because I want us to do these things together to create memories together as what well. Stop you? It's not stopping you from being together just because you're paying for it. My ten dollar McDonald's nope. order, and yeah. I'm picking up the hundred dollar mm. bill. We don't. You don't even have to pick up the hundred dollar bill. I could pay fifty. You could pay fifty. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I've I mean, done it. Reddy's Reddy's judging you. I'm not judging you. I'm not judging her. I just know that this is the same bullshit I hear from the majority of these guys. It's always the same. They all think they're different, but a lot of them are the same in some (laughs) ways, man. And this is one of those things. You guys are naturally inclined to want to date a guy that's either making the same or more than you. Yep. Now I don't. I don't think it's money, because and you know and and this is what my friend was saying too because. At the end of the day, 
the guys who are making this this amount of money that they can take care of you, how do you feel if they were to say to you that I am a I am I'm rare, so I should be able to have multiple gal as long as I could take care of all of them. But you women should not be able to have yeah, that's multiple some, guys. Yeah, that's if that weird controlling shit. Exactly, because I have dated and I talked to you guys. But that's what it boils down to. No, there's a long time ago. You know, have you have you ever seen the videos where these guys are walking around and they're just asking girls in general, like just random, like so how like what type of guy are you looking for? And they'll say, yeah. so how tall should he be? How much yeah. money should he make? How much this and that? And they have this little whatever. I'm, I'm assuming it's an app that calculates the percentage of men in the population. Yeah. The majority of the women are picking the the most highest percentile of guys. See, I won't do that. I will be realistic. What I make, a man can make what I make or slightly more. I don't expect, like, what I have, I expect you to have. I have my own car. You should have your own car. But what I do not have, I don't expect you to have. That's probably the most reasonable out of all of you guys to say that kind of stuff. Yeah, because that's, but, like, again, if I can... Like if I can make certain things happen for myself, I don't want someone who who is gonna hinder me in that that aspect. But I've also been on the other side where I've dated somebody who wouldn't even let me pay for a ten dollar Domino's pizza order, and like you didn't like that, of, did you? Yeah, I didn't, because it, it became one of those things where it was like number one, I don't like when people constantly buy me stuff. I feel guilty. That's just how I was raised. I didn't like people constantly buying me stuff. And number two, like feels controlling things. Yeah, where and I think he kind of use it as one of those things too where it's like well you know like i can kind of deal with you as i please do as i do as i say yeah and i was like mm, okay and then yeah it's always interesting but i i, I think that people don't you got to figure out you have to be honest with yourself about what your expectations are and i think that if you're you know what are the what are the expectations outside of the uh, the actual like you know, physical stuff like that. You know, what's the acts of service? What's your what's your mentality like? What's your politics like? What's your, you know, family views? I think those things are more important than money because a man can support you emotionally and physically and be there for you. What if you, I mean, wh what is less, you know what I'm saying? I think it's more a matter of, to your point, Nina, if you make more than him, and we'll, we'll, we could wrap up because we, this could be another episode all on its own. <laughs> But um, if you make more than him, but he makes enough that he can buy you a Gucci purse and he can pay for himself to go out once a month, does it really matter that you're making more than him? No. And I think that's something I saw recently, too, was uh, there's I have yet to date a generous man because there's a difference between dating a generous man and a man who has money. And that's very true right. because I could date, there could very well be someone who doesn't make as much as me, but is willing to be generous with their, what they can provide me with, whether exactly. it's even something as small as flowers from Walmart, like, like that kind of shit even makes me happy, you know, but it's like, exactly. there aren't a lot of guys who will just go and do that every week for you or once a month, even like, and I, and I, to me, that was why I think Ebony Williams waste because a bus driver a super makes a good living bus drivers do make good money they make more money they than make me. good money but it's a it's a, <laughs> and that's the thing when people when women say this thing oh he has to make more than me it's not about the money it's about the status they want the guy who has the status and they and they pull up in and they they're driving the jag and they're wearing the fifteen hundred dollar suit it's not about the money because bus drivers make enough 
money that they could take you out. They could buy you nice things. They could support you. You know, and that's what I'm saying. You got to be real about like what it is. Like, are you superficial? She is superficial. Definitely. Ebony K. Williams is the queen of superficial. And I think further down a few months down the road, 2023, she said some other controversial shit about single mothers or something like trying to prop it up in a bad way or somewhat something. I, I stopped after this thing here with the bus driver thing. She was on my no longer need to pay attention to this person list. So, Hello. you know, I don't know. But I, I do believe she got into some other controversial stuff with um talking about single mothers or whatever. So I don't know. You know her. I don't want peace. Anyway. I want problems always. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on to June. We're done. We're halfway through the year now. Yeah. Uh, we're getting into the shitty part of the year. 40 minutes left to go on the show here. We're, we're plugging along pretty good. You okay, Nina? All right. Yeah. yeah need I'm a good. break? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Uh, so we lost a few legends in June. Uh, oh. Harry Belafonte passed away. Jim Brown passed away. Tina Turner passed away all during the month of June. Um, this was a, a controversial story. The Catholic school district, the Catholic district school board voted against flying the pride flag, which caused all kinds of arguments and disputes, which are probably still continuing in some way, shape, or form to this day. But I think this it's, was uh, this was our least listened to episode when we had our conversation about LGBTQ issues. I thought it was the other one because we talked about it more in depth than that one. No, this was the this was because it was June was Pride Month, right? So we were like, oh. we never talk about this stuff oh, yeah, on the show. Right. So this yeah, was our June 15th episode when we uh, had this conversation. And it was the least listened to episode of our shows. Because it, I, the I, audience I, I personally think, I mean, we, um, when I say we, I, I can only speak for myself. I am a when I'm talking to people that I respect and I and I want to hear their opinion and and their philosophy and their reasoning behind the way that they think. I like having these kind of conversations, but I don't think people really do like to have these conversations. It's kind of like you've made up your mind and there's nothing more to learn about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which is why we're all polarized and why people are kind of like living in their in their in their bubbles, so to speak. So. But I think this that that decision uh, is it's, it's, York, it's tough, man. Well, the Catholic District School Board not flying the uh, pride flag because it's I disagree the, with it, it. Really, I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't even know. I what I my thought on it is where does your beliefs. You know, the Catholic beliefs, if you're somebody who's a practicing Catholic and you have certain beliefs that you're supposed to stand by and defend and live your life by, mm-hmm. um, how does that coincide with, you know, society's pressure to, you know, to support and provide safe spaces for LGBTQ communities? Because Catholic schools, they do have um, like LGBT organizations for students who are who why bother now then why even bother now at this point if you can't even fly the flag now if it's too controversial or too political for you guys to even just fly the flag why would you even have any sort of clubs or any sort of support in your school for any lgbtq students at all you're sending because you you have to it's a human it's a human right Right, but you're you're sending a glaring message by saying that you're voting against flying the flag but like you, you get what i'm saying here right like it's kind of a big deal. 
Oh no, I know, I know it's a big deal. What do you say, Nina? Um <laughs> Nina's like, Sorry. I say nothing. I say nothing. Uh, uh I get what you're saying. It is a bit hypocritical if they're gonna like like if I was an LGBTQ student attending a school in uh York Catholic, I, I wouldn't feel supported even if there were uh resources there for me because of this decision. It's like it's like you're just doing that just to be like oh look we're doing something but we're not going to go all the way with it and like i mean even now it's like like fast forwarding i swear didn't the pope give some sort of approval for uh i don't know the right terms but for people to like oh for us for, for for priests to be um to be married i think or yeah to, to marry like to, for same-sex like, marriages their blessing yeah same-sex marriages yeah to do that yeah and uh like so like you know it's just i don't know i don't know see but it's the same thing with the nhl <clears throat> they they oh, ban yeah. like they're not allowed they're no longer allowing players to have any like rainbow tape they're not going to wear any more rainbow jerseys before any games even though they don't actually wear this this uh lgbt themed stuff during the game it's literally only during the warm-up before the game and they banned all that now across the league but they will still say in a press release we're we're inclusive. We're for everybody. Lies. Like it's the same thing with me with the district school board. Like you're gonna you know ban flying the flag, but you're still gonna talk out the other side of your mouth and say we're here to support you. I don't know. Yeah. This YK Osiris story was crazy. Remember we were talking about this one? I sent you guys the video. What happened? I only yeah. I only know. I only know. Oh yeah, I don't really, I don't really know. Yeah, you remember? So he was at an event. Why can't <laughs> I Osiris remember Arm this? Singer. Yeah, they were at. An, he was at an event with Sukiana and, uh, I think it was Lil Duval and some other funny Marco. I think was there, and some other people were there. Some basketball thing in Atlanta, and basically he had grabbed Sukiana from like the back of her head and was trying mm -hmm. to like kiss her, and like he didn't. She was like screaming. Like, yep, she was. And, like, she turned her head away and she screams out, "Stop it!" And that's yeah. when Duval appears to dare Osiris to tongue kiss her. And then yeah. Sukiana sits back up with a shocked look on her face. Osiris claps her chin and tries again to kiss her, prompting more uncomfortable screams from the rapper oh, slash reality yeah. TV yeah, star. Osiris then, can be like, seen smiling and laughing throughout, eventually gives up and walks away while laughing hysterically. Mm. Yeah. And then like he went on social media after because she went on social media saying like, she just was like she just felt like shit basically yeah and then he went on social media pulling the victim card for himself oh i can't believe this is happening to me blah 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 like bro, <laughs> you're just a fucking idiot like, so what came out of this do you know was there any fallout from it at all or no she didn't end up doing charging him or anything like that uh she forgave him or something and then hmm. life went on okay so, yeah wow <laughs> i forgot all about that well, this yeah, was a big was a deal for the states in June from our June 29th episode. The U.S. Supreme Court struck down affirmative action. Just, you know, the United States doing what the United States does. And actually, we voted Olivia Chow as mayor in Toronto in June as well, too. To replace, to replace John the Sleazy Sleuth. Yeah. and uh, John, the, John the Gallus. And this was a, a big deal, or at least from the music news um top five secretly filmed a music video while he was in jail oh yeah. yeah and they were trying to figure out how the fuck he did that yeah <laughs> Quavo oh, and offset Lord, reunited during the bet uh performance or something yeah that and was a big deal buster rhymes accepted a lifetime achievement award at the bet awards this year as well too and i 
didn't you just do something or go to something for Busta just recently, Solitaire? Me? No. He had a concert here recently. I don't know. I th- could have sworn you did something or you went somewhere that had something to do with Busta Rhymes recently. No. Okay. No, I, um, no, I don't think so. Okay, it doesn't matter. We're, we're, we're actually getting through most of the months here. Want to just keep it pushing? Woo-hoo. Yeah, let's keep going. July. That's oh, yes. This is your story. You lied. I'm using the Drake song. You guys probably don't even really get it. What song? What song? Say it again. I was going to say July. That's when I found out you lied. Uh, oh, you know Lord, no. the song with SZA? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, Slime You Out? Yeah. Yeah. I've never yeah. heard that song, really you know. Like... I don't yeah, particularly. I'm not surprised, Reddy. I'm not surprised. I've heard of it. I've heard about it. I haven't I listened I don't to particularly, it. I don't particularly like that song. I, have I to love say. that song. What happened oh. in July, you guys? Oh, well, that July, uh, Usher, oh, Usher. Usher got into a little, well, actually, Usher did, Usher did Usher things, and people <laughs> tried to bury him because Wasn't his Usher fault. just happens to be one of the top of top galas of our generation, and uh, Kiki Palmer got into a little bit of a kerfuffle with her and her, are they, are they together still, or did I they just break it up? There's a up. big hoorah happening with that too domestic claims on both ends it's crazy do you have the details so uh kiki palmer kiki palmer went to usher has a residency at in vegas kiki palmer went to his concert usher serenade her serenaded her did usher tings she was putty in his hands, <laughs> but I, and from what I, pres- you know, she danced, she sang, she was enamored with him. She was dressed in a I sheer didn't see dress. Anything that you could was see right through it. That's what her baby died. But I mean, that's about. what, that's what, yeah, that was part of do. the problem for the, um, I think his name was Darius. Yeah. Darius the Darius Jackson. guy or whatever. Cause part of his problem was so the fact Darius that she was, Jackson. Yeah. He, he, he caught feelings. He caught feelings yeah. because he felt like the mother of his child shouldn't be out there uh, you know, showcasing the goods. Okay, so here and uh, he decided to to take it to social media. So here's the questions that Nina had posed at the time. Have your answers changed for these ans- for these questions at all? Do you think Kiki's uh, man had a right to be upset with her for outfit choice? Do you think Kiki did anything wrong? Now, in hindsight, December. Now we're looking back. Your it opinions- was all red flags. <laughs> Looking back, it was all red flags. <coughs> uh, I still think his because his point was you're a mother mm-hmm. and you shouldn't be dressing like this. And I personally, whether you want to say it's right or wrong, I personally too feel as though just even in general, when you get older, when I was older, I was wearing such like whole outfits compared to now i've kind of graced it up a little bit you know i'm a little more clothed when i go out like as i get older that's going to continue to happen right like i i I agree with that aspect like there's a there's a age to wear certain things at because all he said too on the twitter thing was it's the outfit though you a mom that's what he said yeah, and that's then, what costs everything. And then he doubled down and said, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother of his kids to showcase their booty cheeks to please others. He gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. Yeah. Do you feel like he was out of line, Solitaire, for saying what he said? I don't feel like he was out of line. I just feel like he didn't have to make it public. 
Yeah, he didn't have to make it public. He didn't have to. That was the only mistake he made, but other than that, I don't have any issue with what he said. No, I, I definitely I, I definitely uh agree with his philosophy, but I think that um my thing is it's Usher. That has it's nothing Usher. to do with it, my guy. You keep for on me. I'm focusing on Usher. Me. It doesn't matter if what it I'm was saying Usher, was... if it was Lil Wayne, if it was Drake, any no. male artist. The point is that it was this guy being upset about his wife with her booty cheeks out in public dancing on stage with someone. doesn't matter if it's Usher. I think it does matter who it is. Nina, it doesn't matter who it is. No. Thank no. you. I don't think so. I don't think so. So, so Drake is having a residency. You're you're in a relationship, Nina. Okay. And Drake serenade Drake comes up to you, says, "Hey, what's up, no better, Nina? I heard I listened to your podcast. <laughs> I think you're very hot. You're very attractive. Would you mind if I serenade you right now?" And you're wearing one of your Nina, no better, Nina. 20, early twenties outfit. Yeah, early twenty whole yeah. outfit. Yeah. Okay. What's your what's your policy then? What's your philosophy? Are you dancing or are you saying no? I'm dancing. Exactly. Is this Nina? Is this also? I'm gonna have a hall pass when I get married. I'm gonna have a hall pass. Right. Celebrity hall pass. Right. Because it's very unlikely that it will happen. Right, but you're also you have to do the scenario in the fact that Nina is also a celebrity in her own right. Nina is also a celebrity who is out there A-list trying to hold up her own image and this and that. It's not like she's Nina, the fan of Drake. She's Nina, the movie star, actress, you know, all those other things or whatever. So there's a little more weight to Kiki Palmer being who she is, as opposed to just being like a fan, you know, starstruck fan. You know what I mean? Mm. I suppose. I mean, yeah. 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 that i don't i don't blame usher for any of this none of this is usher's fault this is none of it is usher's fault none of it is actually it's nobody's fault per se but if a guy is upset with his wife for doing something in public and then he says something about it what i didn't like about that story when we were speaking about it is all the other losers out there in the world who are chiming in trying to tell him how he should feel about his the mother of his child doing stuff in public those all you people out there with your twitter accounts and instagram accounts that somehow deluded yourself to think that anybody cares about what you think to be out there admonishing the Darius guy for talking to his wife publicly, you're a loser. Yeah, that's fair. I, I yeah, I agree. Listen, I think that um he just people just need to understand that everything that every thought that comes to your head, every feeling or every opinion does not you don't need to turn to social media to let the world know. Uh-huh. Deal with that within the privacy of your own family. If it comes down to it, and you have a you know your you have irreconcilable differences, then handle that, bruh. Uh-huh. Handle that in the confines of your own house. Anyway, let's move on. Let's actually let's let's talk about this because we never ended up getting a chance to talk about this. And I don't want to talk about a, it now. Why not? No, let's move on to the next month. No, yeah, there's no sense. <laughs> okay, August then. There's we'll carry so much on. disgust in his voice. For, can I can I tell people what we're not going to talk about? Go ahead. 
uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson does not want to be considered a black scientist. He wants to be just called a scientist. And he says, when you introduce the word black, you ghettofy the conversation. Um, which I understand when I watch the clip of it, I understand where he's coming from, but Reddy doesn't want to discuss it, so we'll save that for another time. I think we'll never talk I think about it. Huh? We'll never talk about it. I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it. Me and Nina will talk about it. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Maybe not, Nina. All right, well, let's move on to August then. Uh, this is when our beloved Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has announced, sadly, his separation with his wife, Sophie. <laughs> Why are you booing that? I was just booing Justin Trudeau in general. But I'm laughing at Why? his pain now. <laughs> um, I can't stand him. So they're are they divorced yet? Did they actually divorce or are they just separated right now? Separated. Apparently rumor has it. She's on hinge. No, this is oh. my mom's rumor. I don't know. My mom sometimes I don't know, she sometimes gets her wires crossed. Uh -oh. Anyways. She said she works for this company and she was talking to somebody in Quebec. And apparently the Sophie had an affair with somebody in Quebec, allegedly. <laughs> oh, but I also, wow. I also, I also saw recently, <laughs> you know how, uh, sorry guys, my asthma has been driving me crazy these last couple of weeks. Anyways, right. um, you know how Sophie, uh, Jeffrey Epstein has that list that's supposed to be unsealed in January, right? It's supposed to be so unsealed far, by now. No, it's going to be unsealed in January. Like, and there's only three names who were actually successful at hiding, like being able to keep them sealed. But the whole 150 names is going to come out. And on his flight list, uh, I noticed that the flight list came out. And I noticed that Sophie was on it, but Justin wasn't on it. Sophie was on it alone. So she's already uh -oh. out there sleezing it up. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do your thing, Sophie. <laughs> So uh, they separate. They announced their separation after they've been married for 18 years. Justin is 51 years old. He's the son of obviously uh, Pierre Trudeau. He's been in office since 2015. Not for long. Um, Sophie is apparently. I did not know this. She's a former model, a former model and TV host, and they were married in 2005. They have three children, age 15, 14, and nine. Um. Does this reflect negatively on Trudeau in any way? Do you think that this kind of affects his ability? Oh, well, already I know how you feel about his ability to govern the country. <laughs> but does this does this make it even worse? -er yeah, sure. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah? he's shit. I don't like him. So, yeah, anything he does wrong, I'm just going to pile on him now at this point. I can't stand him. I can't stand the look of his face even. Like, uh, I can't wait for the next election so i can not vote for him i can't wait yeah not vote for him but vote for who i'll vote who gonna vote i'll for? vote for whoever i feel is the best candidate but i'm never voting strategically again and if it means we all go down the shitter we all go down the shitter i don't care i'm never voting for this guy ever in my life never again am i voting for justin trudeau i what promise would, what you would, is there anything that could happen to potentially change your mind on that no, nope. No, nope. Nothing he can. You do don't believe. You don't believe in like. You don't believe in restitution or or like redemption or anything like that. Oh, I do, do but he, there's one... nothing he would do to to do that in my eyes. Like you know this. There's nothing he can do. There's nothing he would do. 
So fuck well, him. I, I don't think you could say there's nothing he would do. No, there's he n- could... nope. There's nothing in he your would mind. Do. He has to grow an afro for starters. <laughs> I want him to to grow an afro, and I want him to go to Haiti, and I want him to just eat outdoors on the beach for a month, in just jean that's shorts, and that's it. And he cannot get any financial assistance from anybody. He's got to fend for himself in Haiti. For a month, shirtless, and if he can do that, then maybe. (laughs) Then, if he does that, if he can find a way to to earn his living for a month and survive that month, then I might start to consider it. But until then, might all that for a might. There's nothing he can do. I don't like never again. We'll wrap up this story. (laughs) We'll wrap up this story. Uh, Last question. Um, and this is obviously not specific to Justin Trudeau necessarily, but uh, would you, do you think that a single man versus a family man could become prime minister? And would you would you distinguish to say that the prime minister needs to be a family man, needs to be married? Does the prime minister, does the leader of a country have to be, have to have a family to lead the country? Nina, I've... I'll ask you. What do you think? I can't remember what I said last time. Why do you feel now? Don't worry, don't worry about what you said. What do you think now? <laughs> oh, my Jesus. No. Ah, uh, no. Yes, you do. I remember what I said now. <laughs> no, I think how you... do you feel about it right now, <laughs> no, Nina? No, because I'm thinking about my logic, and it was right, and I still feel the same way. Because when you think about it, somebody who's single might not see the issues that are affecting families versus somebody who has a family can see issues that have affected both single people and family people because they have been in both stages of life already. So I feel like it's better to have someone who has a family that could be able to see those issues for what they are and how it impacts people. I agree with Nina. It didn't work out for Justin, apparently. (laughs) Well, that's because he got cheated on. Waste you. He's waste. I, 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 you know what? I mean, not that Joe Rogan is anybody's favorite guy, but he said Joe Rogan said this in a stand-up comedy special that he did maybe about seven, seven years ago. <laughs> Nobody's gonna get it right. One person running a country—it's impossible. For That's him okay. To get. You don't have to get it right, but you can't get it wrong a lot. Wrong. Okay. You don't have to get it right, but you can't be getting shit wrong a lot. Can't what expect did he get to. Wrong? Oh, do I need to start over again? No, no, no. We'll we'll save that for another. Do you time. want me to tell you? These these are all in the, these are all individual episodes that we could probably revisit and talk about ad nauseum. We've had shows about his scandals. Yeah, I know, entire I know. shows from the SNC Lavalin thing to the brown yeah, face to the taking gifts that were conflicts of interest. Which happened again, didn't he? There was another. There was a. There was another situation where he was uh, had a, a conflict of interest. What are we talking about here, man? What are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? What here? was it again? I'm trying to remember. The point being recently. is, why are you considering voting for him? What do you think he's going to do to earn your vote? I don't know. I might be the thing. I mean, maybe he's I, just I know a that you dumb you, pretty boy. I know that oh, you have uh, have resolved that you're not going to vote strategically but i'm just trying to like who is the alternative to me jug me i think it couldn't i know i don't think he's an alternative it is 
I don't, I don't care. Know if he's an alternate. It doesn't matter. We can all burn. It can all burn to the ground now at this point for all I care. It's fine with me. <laughs> We're this going was, to. We are going to. This was a fantastic story in August of 2023. The Montgomery, oh, yes. Alabama Riverboat Brawl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. The fade in the water? The fade in the water. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually Yo, just recently the... been like, like uh, there was even recent updates. I think, oh, the, I think the guy that got attacked got charged right yes yes just yeah. recently and the, the black guy who hit the lady with the chair he got a like a i guess a suspended sentence he just has to do community service that's okay man maybe yeah. they'll make him paint chairs or something but yo the whole video there was so much gold in it so much gold from the kid jumping into the water to swim across, across to just fight. to join the black fight what solid black it? woman yeah black one yeah, black, black woman, woman or something like that <laughs> <laughs> is what they call it. That was Yo, crazy. Everything about it. <sighs> oh man, that was just perfect. It was great. Yeah, that was a great story. Anyways. Uh should we talk about this one? The higher learning podcast? What was this? No, one? no, there's nothing to talk about uh, there. We're just moving on to September. Oh, okay. I guess we're All right, almost September. Done. We Yeah, we September we what was the show in September? I don't know. The hyperlink is there for you to click on it. So you could just go into the show. I'm just looking through it right now. But um, oh, okay. there was a class action lawsuit proposed over Toronto police practice of carting that happened. Oh, yeah, I remember this story. We were we talked about it a bit and um, to be determined, but I don't remember if we went to great detail about it. And then we were just talking about um, it was announced. Oh, that yeah. The, the, the Scarborough T closed in September in uh, September. Yeah. And it was announced that Usher was going to be performing in the Super Bowl. That was in September as well. And um, that's I pretty much it. Well, that was that was pretty like that was that was good like premonition there that we talked about Usher being. I wonder did, did we was that kind of a name that came as a future Super Bowl halftime show performance? I think people were talking about or it did at we the time. Just kinda, like put the no, I think people were talking about it at the time when Rihanna had performed that they were thinking about who was going to be the next person to get picked. And people brought up Usher. Yeah. And then other people yeah. are saying they don't think he has what it takes or has whatever the enough hits to perform a Super Bowl show. And again, it's just ludicrous <laughs> to even say something like that. But it that is definitely it is. sounds like somebody was born in the 2000s who would say something ridiculous like that. Nina, you, you understand that, right? Like he has enough songs to do a Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, oh, for sure. Okay. 100%. I agree. So, yeah, so September. Just in the 2000s, even. Yeah, he if he only did like half of his career, he would still have tons of hits, more than the average artist for sure. So, um, yeah, yeah, there wasn't much for us to talk about in September, and then October came along, and from October to the end of the year, it's been nonstop Israel and Palestine, and I yeah. it's just been an eye opening thing for me to see how clear cut the lack of human values are political quote-unquote leaders doing air quotes for leaders here really mm. they really don't care about humanity they really don't the one thing about this for palestine israel to me it's no different than back black lives matter it's the same thing it's the same mm. dynamic it's just black lives matter especially with the george floyd thing was like a microcosm of what the problem is in the terms of the white supremacy power dynamic and how it literally has the the knee of the neck on the little person as opposed mm. to what we're seeing now where you have the United States, Germany, the UK, Canada, all supporting this genocidal state that is Israel that's been conducting an apartheid state 
and have been giving cover for this country for years and years and years. And now for people that were unaware of what happened in history, for them, this all really started on October 7th when Hamas attacked Mm. Israel. But once you decide to learn more about it, you're going to realize that it's been ongoing for decades, right? So it's been eye-opening for me to see how our leaders have backed Israel when I thought they believed in humanity. And it's been eye-opening to see how the media has biasedly portrayed this thing as a pro-Israel stance. That's been really eye-opening for me as well, too. And the amount Mm. of people that have lost jobs or all the censorship that's been going on trying to suppress pro-Palestinian speech in public and stuff. It's been insane. It's really been truly Orwellian in how things have been playing out with this for the last three months. Hmm. Hmm. Nina, what, I mean, I, I know you're, you're not necessarily politically inclined like that, but how, how have you, how has this, uh, uh, this, this conflict affected your, your life? Well, your I think outlook? it's just, um, I mean, I definitely, yeah. Like free Palestine. Like I think the way that, <laughs> like Reddy said in the beginning of the show, to say it nicely like Israel disproportionately attacked them and like it's just like disheartening to see like for me it's like okay this happened to the Jewish community when they had the um what's the words on the holocaust the holocaust yeah the holocaust okay and now they're basically committing a holocaust out. yeah exactly uh and and it's just to me, it's just so crazy, like, that aspect of it alone. And then just seeing, like, certain people online and, like, what their – the reasons for their arguments and, and what sides they're like, – I guess, yeah, what sides they're on, really. And I'm just like, okay, like, it's just a bit uncomfortable. If you're still like, trying – if you're still trying to learn more about the situation at this point, I would – one thing I would just encourage anybody that's listening to the podcast, just understand the difference between what a Zionist is – and what a Jew or Judaism is, because they are not the same thing. And the Zionists, who are the bad guys in this situation, have been basically trying to say that if you criticize us, you're being anti-Semitic, meaning that you're against Jewish people, which is not the case at all. So if you're still learning about this, one thing I would implore you to try to learn to understand the difference between Zionism and Judaism, and that will help you vastly in understanding what's happening with uh, this whole situation. Mm. Uh, I I would definitely agree, you know, as far as the tragedy of the circumstance with this this war is I think that it's it's very hard to disseminate. And I will say and I've spoken to Reddy about this personally just because of my my life these past couple of months, I have literally, you know, where my heart lies is definitely, you know, with the palace, with the, with the plight of the Palestinian people, you know, free Palestine. Um, But I think that it's, it's an incredibly difficult situation and circumstance um, because ultimately you're looking at two groups of people who need to have a place to call home. You know, we're talking about Palestinians and you know the whole uh, the whole debate over who is the who is the actual 
has the actual claim to that that uh, the ancestral land that the I can that the that, area though. of Israel and Palestine and Palestine ex- is, exist on. Go ahead, ready. No, what but say? for the sense, even for recent history, it's Palestinian land. Like for the claims that they're making in terms of this ancestral claim to the land. They're talking about biblical stories from the Bible. Well, literally from the Bible, so to speak. So mm-hmm. for Zionism, for it when it started, which was the late 1800s, Judaism has been around for thousands of years. <laughs> Zionism literally started in the late 1800s. And that was really started by a man who was an atheist, by the way. Uh, something Herzl, I forget, Thomas Herzl or something like that. So he was mm-hmm. an atheist even, but they really just wanted to use this as an excuse to find somewhere. They were even considering instead of Palestine, it was going to be like Zimbabwe or something. Because at that time, the British government just had control over the land after they defeated the Ottoman Empire and all that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't like there's this ancestral claim. There's no such thing for it. Palestinians have been on that land for hundreds of years. The fact that somebody from New York who decides to become a Jewish person by just you know, converting to Judaism, should not have claim over land from people that have been living there for hundreds of years just because some guy in New York now decides he's a Jew and now he's going to go and steal a home from someone in the West Bank. There's there's no right or way to, to defend it. There's just not. Yeah. I don't know. A, uh, yeah, I think I, I don't... Yeah, it, it's such a sensitive thing to discuss. Uh, there's, there's, there's just so much. There's so much nuance to it. Um, my only thing that I think is abundantly clear is this whole idea that uh, Israel is defending itself. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't reconcile that. After like these, they they literally have one of the best air forces. It's on the, the planet, fourth largest they're military on the dropping, planet, fourth yeah, largest. They're military. literally dropping bombs and destroying. Like Gaza is essentially destroyed as a, as a city. Like, it's they, it's pretty much in. They killed everything but Hamas. They destroyed hospitals, schools, mosques, everything. Like they des- they destroyed everything except kill Hamas. Hmm. It's so insane. I, I, yeah, I just, I don't have necessarily have... Like uh, 200 people were killed on Christmas so Day much, alone. It's so, hard. it's so hard, hard to discuss. And it, it's such a sad thing that that's kind of like the thing to the, to wrap up the year, the year yeah. on. Is this, is this Palestinian conflict. Um, there's so much, there's so much <clears throat> problems in the world right now. I don't know. I One thing about this Palestinian I'm kind of speechless about it. Yeah. One thing, though, that's been good for this Palestinian issue is that it's brought a lot of awareness to the other issues in the world that people were not aware of. I wasn't aware of how bad it was with Congo and how our cell phones and technology contributes to these kids working in the most deplorable conditions for pennies a day just to Mm. mine this cobalt that we use in our phones, like for the batteries and whatnot. So... We all contribute to that as well, but I wasn't aware of it until the Palestinian issue happened. And then I saw more people talking about Congo. And because of that, I've learned more about Sudan and about Tigray Mm. 
And so there's been a whole bunch of other things that have been happening around the world that I was unaware of, and I'm ashamed to say that. But that's the silver lining grateful thing for the Palestinian cause is that it's opened a lot of people's eyes to a lot of other problems mm. going on around the world. So um, mm. maybe that's the optimistic way to end it. I don't, and I would say I don't think you have anything to be ashamed of, man. Like you, at, What I would say, and we kind of had this debate too, and that's... Well, we, we're at the end of our of our episode, but the idea of people having to necessarily speak out. And we kind of talked about this a little bit, Ready Fox, when we're like, you know, if you have a voice, you should say something. Um, I personally feel like, you know, if you're in a in a place in your life where there's a lot of things that you just have to deal with on a day to day basis, and on top of it, you're not really well versed on what the issues are, what the talking points are, the history of the conflict. I don't feel like you should be forced to kind of like voice an opinion. You can have your perspective. Like I have my perspective. We're obviously speaking on a podcast. I think I've verbalized, and I think anybody who knows me and knows that I'm on the side of humanity. <laughs> I think that ultimately but you don't you know, need the, to know the, a the, whole the lot stronger though. person. You don't have to be an expert on it to know the basics about what it is. You don't have to the I for people that say it's complicated. Not, it's not about no it's not about knowing. It's not about knowing. I'm talking about actually speaking about it publicly. Take mm -hmm. like making a public stance. I don't necessarily think that that is uh, obli obligatory for everybody to speak out, you know, because and and I think that there's there, there is the as much as there is a lot of um there's a lot of history and there's a lot of understanding about the cultural and the and the and the ge geography and the politics there is a legitimate israeli side to this to this conflict as well you know what i mean like there is legitimately anti-semitism that's happening to people who are who are not necessary who may actually side with the palestinians but just because they're jewish people are singling them out and that's also a problem as well so i think that it you know it, it is a very challenging situation and i don't I, I personally don't think that people should feel compelled to actually have to voice aside on social media i think it's important that they learn and read and and try to digest as much information to find out but i'm not necessarily i don't think anybody should be forced or compelled into speaking out publicly about it in a way that makes them uncomfortable but you know that's my perspective and that's a, as as sad as that is <laughs> to end off the year that's the here we are you know uh with one of the you know one of the most uh challenging uh issues that face the world going into 2024 not to mention uh not to take away from that but what is raising my anxiety even more for 2024 is that Donald Trump is going to be the president of the United States in 2024. I don't care. Yeah. We're doomed. Well, you know, I don't you know. It doesn't matter if, if even if you did care, what, what, what's going to, what are you going to do? Wow. All right. Well, could we end it off on an uplift on an uplifting note? What's up? What are you looking, looking forward? What are you actually looking forward to for for twenty twenty four? I'll 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 start. I am looking forward to music, which is my personal love. That's my salvation. Uh, I have not been able to to focus on that as much as I would like to for the end of the year. But I've got a new video coming out in twenty twenty four. Shouts out to my homegirl Shahai Taruko. 
It's a song called Something About You that we actually released in early November. And uh, we shot the video. And that's something I'm looking forward to. I think I'm looking forward to anything that I have actual ability to influence through my art, through my voice, through my actions. And I think that that should be what we focus on because ultimately, you know, these these politicians and all these people, all these billion dollar corporations, they don't really care about you. So you have to care about yourself and take care of yourself. And we have to take care of one another um, and focusing on, on on positive aspects like music, culture. So that's one thing that I'm looking forward to is releasing some new music in the new year. And, uh, and also... I'm looking forward to expanding the jail program and the jail uh, and the work that I do with the Forgiveness Project. There's a lot of amazing things that we have coming up for for guys in custody. So I'm trying to influence uh, and impact in a positive way my community through the through the work and the music that I'm doing. So that that's what I'm looking forward to in 2024. What about you guys? Don't leave <laughs> me hanging. Nina, what are you looking Mine forward to? Is traveling can't leave off on this other like other <laughs> war stuff traveling yes traveling and getting out of here i haven't left the country and well next year will be five years so yeah Damn. i want to get the fuck out of here nice okay oh, let's wrap up the show that's deserve it all right thank you thank you everybody for listening to the show all right y'all see y'all in 2024 see Peace. you later